Hey, Tyler. What's up? So yesterday we were talking about this uh, Abraham mm-hmm. getting a bunch of animals together to prepare the covenant. Just doing a normal thing. And he he kills some of these animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like, you know, prepare this covenant thing, mm-hmm. this promise. So the question today is, have you ever killed an animal? Oof. Well, I overfed a fish once. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> a little, little goldfish named Spurgeon. <laughs> no, not gave, Spurgeon, gave, man. Gave him, maybe, maybe just a little too good of a life for too quick of a time. He couldn't handle just it. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't handle the temptations of the world. <laughs> he just ate, dumped it in there. Ate himself to death. <laughs> We talked about this. You thought I could have gone any direction. <laughs> I did not know that, man. A poor fish. Don't don't give yeah, Tyler a fish. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about getting a fish again. So no, we're we're dipping our toes in. And yeah, it's worth getting another fish. But. Yeah, one tap of the flakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah definitely, definitely need to regulate. Uh, just want to yeah. you know, want him to live life. Really yeah, so. see the world. No deer hunting, no turkeys. So I went birds. deer hunting once, okay. but it was unsuccessful. So you know, as unsuccessful as you didn't see anything, or you missed? saw nothing. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a weekend. Or you trip shot the gun and you missed. <laughs> no, no, unsuccessful as we didn't see. But I did kill a chipmunk that we caught in the backyard with a BB gun once. <laughs> so real, real big man here. <laughs> real big on yep. the old hunter yep. game yep. here. Taking the old chipmunk with a BB gun. Man, mm. all right. Yeah. Well, what about you? As I shared in the sermon yesterday, I've never killed an animal. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to mess up the Jordans, you know. Dude, of course. Yeah, you, can't, <laughs> you get you out can't there. Get those, and you the, can't walk through the blood. In the, the dirt. And the, <laughs> you got to be real careful with that. So, no, nope, I haven't. Uh, yeah, I you know, went hunting a couple times with my dad growing up, but didn't really see anything. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, no, no crazy stories for me. I mean, I've hit a couple of like squirrels and stuff with mm-hmm. my car. I guess yeah. that. Yeah, that, that's something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not intentionally, but just a rebel with a cause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope we don't get in trouble for this one. <laughs> well, welcome everybody to Weekly Hope. We're here in Genesis chapter fifteen, just walking through the book of Genesis. Together and Weekly Hope's just a, a weekly podcast that we do for Hope Church, uh, talking through our sermon from the previous Sunday, hopefully providing some extra thoughts, detail, encouragement to you, and then just giving some general updates for Hope Church. So I'm here with Tyler Joyner. What's up? And we are talking through Genesis 15. So Tyler, man, did anything stick out to you from the sermon this past Sunday or any just highlights for you? Yeah, I mean, I think... Like as we talked about even in the sermon, it was a little bit of a different one in week anyway because it is such a, a narrative story and such a large piece of text that is not worth kind of missing any piece of or glossing over. So it's just a different different layout of message. But honestly, it kind of felt refreshing to go through a message that way. And man, covenants are such an interesting piece in Scripture. And I mean, stories like this are some of those times where you're reading, you're like, I don't know what is happening and how am I supposed to relate this to my life? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of covenants here in, <laughs> in the middle of Genesis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, what a it really is once you like understand it and see what this weird kind of ritual actually means for us. Yeah. Um, it really is amazing. I mean, it's like the greatest and like best piece of like just peace and blessing that we get. Even seeing God be the one to um, just really take 
control of the whole process. I, I know it's, I don't know if you want to go into any detail on that or talk about it or do a recap or anything. Sure. But. Well, just to recap the story, Genesis 15. So Abram's just come out of Genesis 14, obviously, where he uh, like defeats this army, kind of frees and rescues Lot, and then meets Melchizedek and is blessed by Melchizedek and gives up these riches that he had the opportunity to just take for his own, but gives them back lest he be made rich by the king of Sodom. And so comes out of this great kind of spiritual victory, and then you see in his life he's like as discouraged as ever, you know, and like, God, what in the world's going on? Like, he's, I'm no closer to this promise that you've promised me from years before. And so God comes to him in Genesis 15.1 and says, fear not, you know, I'm your shield. And one of the things we kicked off this sermon with was that you see in Genesis 15, there's real, like really three great concerns in Abram's life. Uh, one is he's concerned for his life, he's concerned for his legacy, and he's concerned for the land that was promised to him. And uh, and God really answers all three of those concerns in Genesis 15. And he does it by establishing a covenant with Abram. So up to this point, God's made promises to Abram, which we've seen a number of times mm-hmm. as we have walked through from Genesis 12 to here, uh, that God has met Abram. We've seen a couple of theophanies in his life, and uh, he's Abram has built altars to worship God, and, and God's kind of promised him to go to this land that I'll show you. And in Genesis 13, he shows him the land. And then here, he he really provides this covenant. And a covenant is is a promise, but it's like a super promise. Yeah. And so we've said before, it's it's kind of like with your kids, it's like a pinky promise. Like you mm-hmm. promises are important, but you like you don't break a pinky promise. Yeah. And you know, like, that's serious for your kids. And so a covenant really gives Abram something that he can, like, he can wrap this promise around to be able to hold on to. It's it's a promise that's packaged, and it's packaged with, like, like a, the greatest example of what God can show of, like, that it will not be broken. Mm. And so the example that we see here in Genesis 15 is he, he makes this like binding contract yeah. with Abram where he has him gather these animals, split them all in two, mm-hmm. and you got like all the blood and all the stuff. And in, in those days, and like that contract would yeah. be like two parties would walk together between the two animals over the blood and say, essentially like if either party is to break their end of this mm. deal, like let it be done to me. Like it's a self-curse if I were to break my end of this bargain and what's so fascinating about Genesis 15 is, like, God does that, and he does it alone, mm. you know, which is essentially, like, unilateral, unilaterally and universally saying, like, I am the one. Yeah. I am the only one who is responsible mm. for, like, upholding my promise. And, uh, man, I, I think you, you probably have to have this great moment where Abram looks back on his life for the rest of his life, and he's like, I can hold on to that. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, God yeah. will not break his promise mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. kind of the recap of the story. For sure. No, and that's what led into, like, your three reminders at the end that I think were so good is just really highlights the impact of that story. Because in Abram's life, like, in even in this covenant, the super promise he has with God, he, he doesn't do anything here. It's all God that lays forth and, and carries out this covenant, which just shows even in our own lives, 
I mean, what that's like as believers is that like your first reminder is that our only work is to believe in God. Yeah. That's our only work that we have in the Christian life and in this walk is to believe in him and trust that he will be the one that carries us through in his covenant. Yeah. Which goes right back to John three sixteen, which is like so beautiful about that. Mm. Like God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him mm. should not perish, yeah. but have yeah. eternal life. And mm-hmm. like, that's all we can do is like, just sure. believe, like just trust. Yeah. Trust that he is who he says he is and that he's done what he said he would do. And then, like, God provides the faith and God saves and God does the the work and he holds us fast. Yeah. Uh, and so that's where we said, really, like, if you could, if you could wrap Genesis 15 up with one word, mm-hmm. it's this beautiful word that we don't really talk about a lot anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't hear a lot in church, but it's the word assurance. Mm-hmm. And God, like, provides Abram. Yeah with an assurance. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, I love the song. It was like one of my favorites so is good. Blessed Assurance, mm-hmm. uh, which is like, I won't sing it, but Tyler, I'll let you sing it if you'd like well, to. But you know, I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll defer this one as so well. Should we do a duet? <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I'll sing harmony. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. And so that was, man, just the huge encouragement to me is that we can rest in his assurance. And man, there there will be times in our life as followers of Christ where we're fearful, where we doubt, where we're angry. Like, is there a certain expectation of our life and trusting in the Lord? Absolutely. But part of like walking with the Lord is falling back into the assurance that we have in him when we stray or like mm-hmm. when we doubt or when we walk away. Uh, and like, it's this process of growth that you yeah. see even in Abram's life. And like, by the way, if you read the next chapter in Genesis, it's, it's like him jacking this thing up again. He's like, all mm-hmm. right, God, you made the promise, covenant, all sure. that stuff. I guess it's got to be through like Hagar, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Nope, that wasn't it, you know, so like he, I mean, even again after this takes matters into his own hands, which is, by the way, that's a description, not a prescription for us, like let's not, Mm -hmm. we shouldn't follow Abram's example in that, Uh, but, you know, I think you just see the messiness of even people who had faith, and like, it's not this perfect just, you know, picture that that pops out of like, this is what it exactly looks like, and it's awesome, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's a great just a reminder for all of us that, yeah, we, we are not perfect, yeah. and we still can rest in assurance. So Yeah, and you close with just one of my favorite quotes that I've, I've heard before, which is from Spurgeon, talking about his own depression in his life, and um, just how, how much of a stronghold that was for him, but how he learned to be thankful of it because of the reliance it allowed him to have on Christ. Yeah. And so the quote was that, I've learned to kiss the wave that throws me against the rock of ages. It's just so good. It's a great one. It's a really, really great one. And yeah, what do you do when in your life you feel like sure. the pressures of life are are throwing you against the rock of uncertainty? Mm-hmm. Well, you learn to embrace Christ and rest in His assurance. Yeah. So yeah. that's it. That's great. So is there anything that we can be looking forward to in the life of hope? Well, a couple things coming up. Some big stuff. We've got our... Um, Good Friday service, 7 p.m. on April 15th at our building, North American Mission Board. It's a 4200 North Point Parkway. Uh, it's going to be a great time as we gather together with a couple of other churches 
Uh, so we should have a just a great evening and really excited about that. So yeah. uh, come on out to that. You can RSVP on our website just so we have enough chairs, uh, which is hopechurchjc.com slash events. And then we've got our Easter service on Easter Sunday, uh, April 17th at 10 a.m. Great opportunity to just invite some friends. We've got some good invite cards and things as well, if you'd like those, um, to invite a friend or family member or coworker. And then um, on May 1st, we're going to do a night of worship and, and a night of prayer and worship at 5 p.m. out at Willio Baptist Church. And that's a church that we're pretty excited about that's come to us and said, uh, you know, what would it look like for Hope Church to really take take our building and land and like do something for the kingdom moving forward in the future. And so we're going to have a great night just as our church going out there and praying with, worshiping with them and praying for the days ahead there. So very excited about that as well. So that's all we have coming up um, and cannot wait to see you this coming Sunday at 10 a.m. Um, if you want more information about Hope Church, you can find us online at hopechurchjc.com. We'll see you Sunday.